0: This is. Make it
1: Make it kind.
2: M. I. P. With Massimilia Matfumo. Mark Thompson.
1: Make it kind.
2: Get woke.
0: The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, obviously, in the past 24 hours, we've seen wall-to-wall coverage of the historic Trump indictment, the first president to be federally indicted, and so obviously, Trump himself, his supporters on social media and uh, right-wing Fox News are responding in a way that is not unexpected. The latest piece by our friend, senior fellow at Media Matters, Matt Gertz. Fox response has been unhinged demagoguery. We've got Matt Gertz joining us now to talk to us all about it. Matt, how are you, buddy? You been up all night? I'm doing well. Good to be back. Uh, glad to have you. Have, have you been up all night?
2: Uh, not all night. I I took some, got some sleep in between the sort of uh, immediate cacophony last night and then uh, whatever is left for the morning. Uh, but <laughs> it's uh, been a long week.
3: Yeah, it has. It's been a it's been a, a crazy week. So, what talk to us, summarize for us? What has the response kind of been from Fox in the past twenty four hours?
2: You know, honestly, at this point. You can pretty much set your watch to how Fox responds to these. After all, this is uh, the president's first federal indictment, but it's not his first criminal indictment. He was indicted uh, in a New York court a couple of months back. Uh, And uh, over the summer, uh, the FBI uh, searched his Mar-a-Lago resort, finding the uh, classified documents that are at issue uh, in the current federal indictment. So at this point, you know, Fox sort of has a pattern of how they respond to these major, uh, legal problems, uh, for the former president. And they, they rush to his aid immediately. Uh, you see within minutes, uh, the network's hosts, uh, denouncing, uh, the, uh, charges as, uh, you know, a dark day for an America, an attack on the American republic. You see a long list of uh, Trump's closest allies, his lawyers, his former aides uh, coming on the network to lend their support. Um, The effect is to create a sort of field for the former president to keep his supporters on board, let them know that there's nothing to see here, that the president didn't do anything wrong. It's all uh, just uh, the Democrats trying to destroy him. Uh, and, in turn, this prevents uh, the former president's Republican uh, presidential uh, rivals from really trying to use this uh, as an uh, a way of uh, diminishing his political stature. so the the effect is to keep him in control of the Republican party.
3: Yeah. Now, what I've also seen is flashbacks from other reporting, particularly what, uh, when he was on with Sean Hannity, and Sean Hannity was trying to help him. We talked about, you and I talked about this in the past, but Sean Hannity was trying to help him through the interview. And even during the course of that interview, Trump was incriminating himself a- a- about the classified documents. And yet, uh, uh, it was clearly uncomfortable. Hannity was trying to help him. Uh, and then, <laughs> strangely enough, Hannity is... um is is saying, I guess it was uh, uh, last night, that this was a dark day for America. I, th- I think we have that audio courtesy of Media's Matters. Let me see if we can play that.
0: But as FoxNews.com uh, reports, these payments, uh, they weren't direct payments. Instead, they were made, quote, through so many different bank accounts that investigators would not be able to unravel this for at least 10 years. Now, again, these are allegations made by a confidential human source. That's the 1023 form we've been talking about, who has worked with the FBI for years, trusted by the FBI. The FBI paid this individual $200,000 for some of his intel, intel. and yet, as far as we know, the DOJ is not pursuing a case against Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, the big guy, or anybody. Instead, it's his Republican challenger, Donald Trump, who is now facing the wrath of the DOJ surrounding the storage of documents from his very own presidency. Yes, it is a dark day in America. Uh, We've said it often. There's no equal justice. There's no equal application of our laws. There's one set of rules for Democrats, another set of rules for Donald Trump and conservatives and anybody, especially in his orbit. Our system of justice has now been weaponized beyond belief and this country is in serious trouble. We're gonna have breaking coverage of this indictment all throughout the hour and developments as they happen. Of course,
3: he's referring to the allegations that they've been pushing about Joe Biden and why he should be indicted, but but there you have it that That's a perfect example of the demagoguery you're talking about.
2: yeah, I mean, the argument here from uh Trump, from uh Republicans, from uh, his supporters at Fox News is in the end pretty simple. It's that he is above the law uh, and that uh allegations about him could not. Uh, Be followed. I mean, this is a a pretty straightforward case when you come down to it. Uh, Donald Trump took documents with him when he left the White House and brought them to his Mar a Lago estate. Uh, When government officials contacted uh, him and tried to get him to return them, he did not do so. Uh, Eventually, there was a federal grand jury subpoena for classified documents at Mar a Lago, uh, which uh, the former president's lawyers. Uh, took and uh, brought together some of the documents that were at Mar-a-Lago and uh, returned them. Uh, but then the FBI discovered that some documents uh, still had not been returned. Uh, and that led to another, uh, that led to the search warrant that turned up a new trove of classified documents. Uh, the former president has not denied that he had documents. He simply said it was fine for him to have them. Uh This is actually uh you know so straightforward that you have uh former Attorney General uh, Bill Barr of all people saying that it poses a real serious legal risk uh to Donald trump uh and so the idea that there is some sort of conspiracy at foot that this is you know uh an unfair application of the law just doesn't seem to add up based on everything we know right.
3: No it, it it certainly doesn't uh it certainly doesn't a- add up at all. It's some of the other uh, uh fox characters that um that we heard from since this this is a uh, former Trump aide, uh, Stephen
0: Miller.
1: Is it possible that Democrats have just tipped Pandora's box politically?
0: Well, I sure hope that that's exactly what happens that the whole of the Republican Party, the whole of the conservative movement, and the whole of the country that cares about the rule of law coalesces around President Trump in this moment. Let me first say on a personal
3: note, as someone that was there with President Trump in 2016, flying all around the country, going state to state, that served in the White House every single day for all four years of the administration, this is a sad day for me personally, as someone who has so much affection and so much admiration for President Trump, who has seen him up close and personal on what a heart he has for this country. And let me also say that I believe history will record today as the day that we ceased to be a democratic republic and we became a people ruled by an unelected government bureaucracy. You have the Department of Justice deciding who can be president and who cannot be president. Uh, that Stephen Miller, again, former Trump advisor, here, here is Mark Levin.
2: Endless meetings, endless meetings with with Biden's uh, with Hunter Biden's business partners, Bob Alinsky, who ties Joe
0: Biden to the crimes. Mr. Big, Mr. Ten percent. And what does Biden say? Well, then where's the money? He's asking us.
2: Come and catch me if you can. The idea that this man is isn't under a criminal investigation and that they criminalized that damn document case to go
0: after. Donald Trump.
3: Your colleague at Media Matters, that was Mark Levin again, by the way, folks, on Fox. Your colleague at Media Matters, Matt, uh, Andrew Lawrence, Deputy Director of Rapid Response, tweeted in response to Mark Levin's rant, giving myself an aneurysm <laughs> <laughs> over oh, an indictment I haven't read yet. Has any has anybody called to do a wellness check on Mark Levin? Because he sounds like he might have had a stroke. I mean, um, and that is, that is
2: very <laughs> intense, uh, for television. That is, is not uh, a particularly healthy way to live your life, I would think.
3: Oh, and, and did you hear him say, folks, don't be fooled by the cable channels. You're a cable channel. <laughs> if that's not projection and self-incrimination, I, I don't know. Uh, what is what's so special about hero
0: bread, soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas. These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co.
3: But, you know, also, Matt, we've talked about, you know, Fox, but still in recovery from the, the lawsuit settlement, um, uh, the firing of Tucker, um, th- th- does this, If anyone in their base has kind of been on the fence about them lately, this Red and Raven kind of gives them an opportunity to try and go and get some of that base back, doesn't it?
2: That's exactly right. I mean, ever since uh, Tucker Carlson uh, was fired by Fox, the network's ratings have taken a huge plunge, um, something like uh, 50% in Tucker's time slot and about a third off of primetime altogether. So we're talking hundreds of thousands of people uh, who had previously been watching Fox and now have tuned out, have moved to a competitor like Newsmax or stopped watching altogether. Uh, and what an attack on Donald Trump, as they call it, uh, does for Fox News is it gives uh, the network an opportunity to just show its loyalty uh, to him uh, and in turn to try to bring some of those recalcitrant uh, viewers back into the. Uh, so, you know, the, the relationship between, uh, Trump and Fox has always been beneficial for both. Uh, in this case, uh, Trump gets, uh, Fox telling Republicans that, uh, this entire investigation, uh, is, uh, a, a corrupt that shouldn't be, uh, treated as damaging to him. Uh, that keeps, uh, his Republican opponents from using it uh, as a cudgel against him in the race. Uh, and Fox gets an opportunity, uh, to, uh, bring back some of the viewers that have strayed, uh, in recent weeks.
3: And as you look at the, the, the visual Chiron folks, um, the breaking news, Trump, uh, in, in, indicted, uh, and at the, at the same time, it, it has, <laughs> this, this is, this is really, you know, you really have to count on your audience to be just dumb. Uh, while these talking heads, they put next to them a graphic, the, the counts, mishandling of classified info, obstruction of justice, conspiracy obstru- to obstruct, destruction of documents, uh, uh, espionage act. Listen, man, if, if I'm over there working for them, I'm not even going to put that on the screen. <laughs> you know, because I mean, if I'm a, just a regular viewer and I'm seeing this, this is all made up and then you start listing these things, it, it, it's kind of overwhelming.
2: Yeah, I mean, one of the uh, Fox's strategy has a couple of parts to it. One is to try to limit discussion as much as possible of what Trump is actually accused of doing uh, and what the evidence is that he had done it. Um, and the other is to claim that uh, the former president has been treated differently than other people. So there's a lot of whataboutism, a lot of talk about. Uh, Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and so on and so forth, and the uh, sort of cacophony of conspiracy theories that they've been putting out about uh, Democratic politicians for years and years. Um, the fact that none of these things ever result in real uh, sustained criminal uh, investigations that lead somewhere. uh is for them evidence of the corruption of the FBI and the Department of Justice, not evidence that they're just spewing a bunch. of
3: Derail against the system, the, the deep state. Uh, and this is all um, what this is. Have um, you had a chance, Matt, to uh, look at any of the other cable networks or, or any other coverage and, and how they've been dealing with this in the past. But really, we got, twenty-four hours, barely twenty, about twelve hours or so.
2: I've been pretty narrowly focused on on the right wing media. I think we're seeing basically the same sort of stuff out of Newsmax and OAN and and sort of up and down the uh, right wing media blogosphere. They're all, uh, at least for now, rallying pretty strongly behind Donald. Uh,
3: it is interesting too. I noticed Mike Pence after hitting him hard in his announcement the other day, now saying he thinks this is wrong. So everybody's kind of you know, on uh, the one hand, they're running against him and, and and whatnot, but they're also denouncing the indictment.
2: Yes. The, the play for every Republican presidential candidate right now is to rail against all of the indictments into Trump's various alleged criminal activity uh, and simultaneously pray that they force him from the campaign trail. Um, if they don't force him from the campaign trail, of course, what they're doing is, is Telling their support, telling Republicans that uh, the allegations are meaningless, and in turn they are they are helping them. Trump. Um, interesting with with Mike Pence. Uh, I I thought was that he was supposed to be on Hannity last night and reportedly dropped out because he didn't want to talk about the indictment at that time. That would have been. Uh, an opportunity for him or or, or that would have been a interview that would have forced him to make a very difficult choice very publicly about how closely he wanted to view uh, to Donald Trump. On the other hand, uh, Senator Tim Scott, uh, another one of uh, Trump's uh, Republican theoretical opponents, uh, was on Fox News uh, yesterday evening and asked about this and and basically um, you know, did did not criticize Trump in any way, basically said a, a bunch of word salad for a minute or so. Um, but, you know, very clearly was not comfortable uh, criticizing Trump on Fox at that particular moment.
3: Well, no, that is Tim Scott. He is the word salad chef uh, in, in most respects. And, and, and I guess, too, people are just afraid of what the base might do. You mentioned OAN and Newsmax, again, back to the, the, the baseline point. Fox is competing with those networks, mm-hmm. so you you got to do whatever you got to do to be to compete for that. You got to be as unhinged as possible and defend Donald Trump under any and all circumstances. Even though this is not on his face, I mean, this is not a very complicated thing to prove. You either took documents home, or you didn't, and we know he has them. He's not really denied that. I, I mean, it seems to me to be sort of an open and shut case. Uh, The news has broken about the judge. Um, Have you had a minute to look at at that coverage and and how that has been handled, particularly by Fox and the right-wing media, you know, the judge is is a Trump appointee?
2: I haven't seen much coverage of that yet, so it's still early, and and who's to say where uh, the the primetime hosts will go uh, when it comes to that.
3: And, And look, what do we also know? We know from the Dominion suit that these characters will go on Fox and say these things, but behind the scenes and text messages, they'll, they'll be like, you know, Hey, we're doing this, but it's stupid <laughs> and we shouldn't be doing it. So, you know, uh, we can probably speculate there's some of that schizophrenia still going on over there in the part on the part of some people.
2: I think it's quite clear that Fox hasn't learned anything from, uh, the Dominion case. I mean, uh, you know, we were talking about how. Uh, Fox is in competition with all of these other networks, and that is part of why they are uh, covering the story in the way that they are. And that that's very much what happened uh, with the uh, Dominion defamation. Uh, Fox uh, hosts and executives knew that uh, Trump hadn't stolen the election, uh, but uh, their viewers were, were leaving them because uh, the network was uh, not... Uh, being perceived as pro-Trump enough. And so bucks recalibrated by pushing out these uh, nonsense allegations about uh, election fraud. I think we're seeing something similar now. I mean, there, there's uh, no uh, perceived financial benefit uh, in telling the truth until you get sued.
3: lastly where's tucker and even in this what's happening now is is he resurfaced anywhere or on social media have we, have we seen, heard from him even in, in terms of this indictment
2: we haven't heard of him in terms of this indictment he has started his uh twitter show uh he kicked he that off uh this week um is uh very uh not very good um you know Tucker is someone who has been on cable news his entire career. He's used to working with a big team of uh, producers and uh, camera people and having lots of flashy graphics uh, behind him. Uh, and now he is speaking direct to his camera from what appears to be a shed somewhere uh, in jacket and tie. He looks small. He looks weak. Um, and he is simply not having the impact that he did. His first. Twitter video got some attention, uh, but the second one just dropped like a rock. No one paid any attention to it at all. So, you know, when Tucker Carlson is on Fox News, he's a very influential and powerful figure. Uh, but on Twitter, he's just another guy yelling into his camera.
3: And and Twitter does not always lend itself, in my opinion, and in my observation, to Long form, sit down situations like that. You know, we go on Twitter sometimes, and we're at a live event or something. And but then people come and go because that's the nature of Twitter. Just like Instagram, it's not something you just don't sit and just look at Twitter like that Ugh. for hours. So I don't know what he's thinking. But but the uh, the alliteration in the chiron is is kind of cute. Tucker on Twitter, uh, that's clever, I guess. <laughs> so uh, we will we will see what happens. Matt Gertz, senior fellow of Media Matters for America, folks. Uh, Follow all of this at MediaMatters.org, Media Matters, and Matt Gertz, uh, monitor Fox News and these other crazy networks, so you don't have to, but you still can find out what's going on by checking them out, MediaMatters.org. As always, Matt Gertz, we appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for having me. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. As always, perform an act of kindness on behalf of an elder or young person, write a letter to a sister brother who just so happens to find her or himself incarcerated offer libations to the ancestors upon whose sturdy shoulders we all now stand and above all give thanks to the god of your understanding by whatever name you call her and him all god asks of us is that we give each other love thanks for giving mip love and please remember to subscribe and give us a five-star rating if all hearts and
1: minds are clear it has been made plain